Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Hello, players. It's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire, and we are so excited to tell you about our very first sponsor, StartPlaying.Games. First of all, I want to say if you want to sponsor any of our shows, please reach out to us at therpgempire.sponsor at gmail.com. Once again, that's therpgempire.sponsor at gmail.com. So now on to the sponsor. So I'm going to tell you a little bit about startplaying.games. It's a website to help you find other people to play games with. But the really cool thing about it is that there are a ton of professional DMs up there and they are super excited to make sure you get an awesome experience every week. So if that's something you're interested in, definitely check out startplaying.games. And on top of that, I'm running three awesome games up there right now that you can check out. One of them is a getting started with Monster of the Week and Powered by the Apocalypse games. The second one is a Monster of the Week game about hunting superheroes who've gone rogue, like The Boys, Powers, or Watchmen. And the third game is a Star Wars Powered by the Apocalypse game 
set after Order 66 and before A New Hope. So if any of those sound interesting, definitely check out the links in the description and don't forget to check out startplaying.games. So with that said, now on to the show. Previously on Dust World. Kevin has successfully gotten his whole family out. As he does, Alarak walks up and he says, Well, I know you probably won't be too happy, but maybe a little happy. Uh, I found somebody for you. And he motions to a very short, very cute looking fox person. Toady, his wife, walks up. Oh my god, you're alive! And you hear her mumbling throughout the sand, Carry me! So Kevin and Alarak make their way into the castle through a sewer grate. But when they get in, they realize that the whole place is full of flippin' red earth soldiers. Son, I think somebody done spilled the beans. I'm here to catch the conscience of the king. And when I'm done with that, that'll be it. Something's gone wrong. He seems pretty fine to me, although he does seem to be missing an arm. Oh, by the way, you keep calling me Clarence. That's a, don't you think that name's a bit childish? You can just call me Wells. I look at Sean and go, are you ready for this? Well, it didn't work the first time, but hopefully, uh, now that you guys have gotten your ass whipped a bunch, it'll work better. You also know that today is the day that the machine will be fully powered. Which is why you couldn't wait any longer to get Clarence out. Five minutes, Gage. You might be wondering how I knew that this day would come. Because it's obvious? No, it's because I had a mole. Gage kind of looks... Figured as much. But you'll never guess who it was. I told you you used your queen too much. Hello, I'm Paul Parnell, the DM of Dust World, an actual play podcast where we play an anime-flavored post-apocalyptic sci-fi western game in the vein of Trigon or Fallout. In this game, we will be creating a story together. Play the intro. Now we follow our heroes, Gage Thane, a dust-casting, sword-wielding monk from the mountains of Black Earth. Clarence Wales, the telepathic child runaway whose mind is strong enough to bring grown men to their knees. Kevin Wolfkin, the sharp-shooting, foul-mouthed, fox-faced hunter from a hidden village of werewolves. And Wedge, the indestructible cyborg brawler. Let's see what becomes of them in Dust World. I kind of just stand there for a second. Well, join me up at the front since you have such a great part to play. She's like, I'm fine back here for now. And I kind of look at the king, and I turn to face Sierra. Okay. Sister. Yes? Anything you'd like to share? Mm, Not really. You sure about that? Yes. She's like, what do you want to know, brother? There's a lot of things I want to know, Sierra, but things that we'll have to deal with in a moment. And I turn back to the king. So, you know things. 
You don't know everything. I know enough. Like what? Well, I know that Kevin took over my prison a few months ago. I know that you have been storing information about my cybers machine, and you've collected some AI called Stark. We actually failed to collect that, unfortunately. Is that so? Mm-hmm. He, like, leans forward in his chair. I don't know. Barrett's looking a little shinier today than normal. Mm. All of a sudden, Stitch. Barrett's floating up in the air. He's like, hey, bro, uh, this ain't cool, man. This this is, this is... I immediately pull up the side pistol, and I say, you best put him down. This isn't the same time around. He's like, oh, sure. And he puts it down. Gage. I'm quivering in my metal booties. And he, like, kicks his boots together. Gage, put that away. Clarence. Five minutes. Clarence, this is... You've had five minutes. We've been in here five minutes. It's not gone anywhere. So do something productive or stop saying the same freaking words. Okay. How do the... Let's do it. How do the rivals uh, react to all this? Alistair kind of looks around the room and goes... Oh, this is about to get ugly. And he starts pulling the black dust out a little more. Okay. And then he also kind of glances at Sierra for a moment, just like... She smirks at him and gives him a wink. Oh, Sierra. He kind of goes, I don't think your brother would approve, but I'm flattered. (laughs) And turns back to the guards. (laughs) Meanwhile, Matsuo says, Oh, Sierra, how predictable. As a wrangler of a few snakes in my time, I recognize one. Oh, I'm cut to the quick. Your wit is astounding. Oh, shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What does Juno say? Why did I pick this side again? (laughs) That's a good question. Oh, another good reason to have copybots says, uh, says the king, is because a lot of your abilities won't work on them. What the? And then one of the guards turns to you and goes, copy bot. I immediately pull out the EMP pistol and shoot him straight in the head. Immediately. That copy bot is disintegrated. I just, I'm, I just pull it out and shoot the copy bot still looking at the king. I go, yeah, you're right. None of my special abilities work on it, but that worked. Well, that's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's called doing research. I know. Okay, what do you want? All right. I have 37. Mm-hmm. What's his? Please Not 37. Please tell me it's a 50. Less than 37? Yep. What are you trying to do? What do you think I'm trying to do? Let's hear it. I enter his mind. Okay. And there's a chessboard between us. Yep. So both of you are in a black infinite space. The only light is coming from above. Uh, it's like you're standing in Stranger Things. And uh, you're sitting in two very nice chairs in front of a beautiful, uh, like, marble table. Like, circular, small marble table. And on it is, like, the nicest chessboard you've ever seen. With the pieces being silver and gold. Look at you. All of your beautiful pieces. They betrayed you. No... No. They actually have done exactly what I thought they would. But today, he leans forward, and you feel like 
that weird energy that you felt when you were looking into the cloud mm -hmm. and you see like a flash roll perception well not everybody but that's fine thanks uh, kevin can you see a flash i'm trying to help <laughs> good job get out and, <laughs> uh, his eyes like for a second look like somebody else's eyes like somebody else is looking through his eyes I'd like a moment alone with the king, if I may. What do you mean? Just the king. Nothing changes. Good. They will always betray you. It doesn't matter anymore, Clarence. I've seen you've had an epiphany. I have. You've become like me. No. You understand, there's only one piece that matters. The question is, which one of us is that piece? He moves his hand, and the kings both float up on the table and start kind of like spinning around, sort of like they're doing a dance. Maybe you do understand. But here's the thing. I'm not playing to win. I'm playing to capture the conscience of the king. And then, um, suddenly a blight, that's how this works, a bright flash goes within me and I feel like all of the times where I've had to use people from steward to the stupid, can I do a magic thing please <laughs> for the love of God defend me, to the time I controlled Zazzle's people, all of it, and I see all of them before me, a great host of people that I have controlled, and I bow my head a bit and I say, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have used you like that. It won't happen again. I'm convinced of this. And now, and they all melt away and there's just the king's piece. You will too. Because that's how it works. The only way I could ever convince you of something is if I convinced myself of it first. What are you convincing me of, Mr. Wells? That you don't need to create a whole new world to bow to you. That would be absolutely positively awful. Because at the end of the day, all you need is yourself, and you can live in a world that you don't control and do just fine. Because that's what makes the world beautiful and wonderful and awesome, is you can't control it. Okay, so as you start saying this, like, the, the skyscape is filled with beautiful landscapes and, like, vistas and sunsets and flocks of birds that haven't been flying in, in the sky for a thousand years, and uh, like herds of buffalo. Like we're seeing like primordial time almost before the destruction of the earth, and, and like mountainous uh, valleys of uh, rolling green hills, and just herds of wild stallions. Everything that you can imagine that would be beautiful, like the ocean and thousands of flying fish jumping in unison. Look at all of this. And 
I'm like taller than I'm suddenly because I'm psychic. Chick. Look at all of this in despair, for you did not create it. He looks around thoughtfully. Are you going to spend all your boons? What's your plan here? How many do I need to do it? I don't know. Yeah. What are you trying to do? Tell me exactly. I'm going to make him abdicate the kingdom. To you? Give it to Gage. That'd be I pretty dope. I think it's more likely he'd give it to Shao. Well, I, I think Shao would make the most sense. Well, I prefer him to dissolve the monarchy and give it over to him, like some kind of... Yeah, I mean, you tell me what you want. And then... Yeah, let him. I want him to step down, and I want him to dissolve the monarchy. Okay. How many would that take? Mm, at least four. All right. That's why you hoard. <laughs> okay, so in this dreamscape, this sidescape, uh, you show him a world where Red Earth could be free, where the people of Red Earth wouldn't need to be depressed and, like, oppressed, but would actually freely join Red Earth and would would fight for Red Earth and would, would build Red Earth up. A place where they had choice. A place where they had uh, rights. And you also show him a moment, a very special moment. 26 years ago, he's standing in a sterile room. You hear the soft moanings of a woman. He's standing up. As you look around, you see him standing over the bed of a beautiful woman. And there's a doctor next to her and a midwife. And they're saying, push, push just a little more. And Tetsuo leans in and he says, You can do it, honey. Just a little more and our son will be born. He could change this world. And then you hear the sound of her screaming. And a moment later, the sound of a crying baby. And you see, you guys are all watching this memory. Uh, You and the king. Oh, oh, okay. And... A single tear starts rolling down the king's face as the thoughts that you've implanted have finally hit his human heart. You couldn't control this. It just happened. You're right, Clarence. Suddenly you're back. The king is sitting on the throne. You're right. You hear a voice. Just let it happen, Clarence. Just let it happen. You realize that voice is standing right behind you. Now I'm going to look around. Just let it happen, Clarence. Just let it happen. Oh, you son of a bitch. Suck, suck, suck. Kill shout, kill shout. I look around, it's like... Oh, see, I knew I didn't like you. So I was like, why? What am I supposed to let happen? What? Wait, what? What are you talking about? Gage at this point kind of, it's like, Did you you hear him say that? Huh? You could have heard him. 
what to let it happen yeah. i'm gonna roll roll for perception perception yeah oh i got a 30. yeah you guys all heard it except for gage <laughs> <laughs> Gage was distracted by Sierra, who's like loudly slurping. Yeah, loudly slurping uh, wine back there with a straw. <laughs> and a bit of Chianti <laughs> with my betrayal. Okay, so what are you guys doing? You you heard him. What's it was Shao's voice? Shao said it. Yeah, it came out of his mouth. Shao. Yeah. Shao, buddy. Uh huh. Friend. What uh? What happened to my dad? And he's he's like sitting up there, just basically staring at you guys in silence, looking very stoic, with like a, a few tears kind of running down his face. Shall what am I supposed to let happen? Um. This and he like points to his dad. Oh, what are you talking about? I kind of Clarence. What are you talking about? Did he you, was I, did you succeed or not? Okay. Open mind blink. Okay. Hi, Gage. Long time. <laughs> Hi. Holy shit, he sounds normal in here. I, yeah. I sound fine. Uh, no, you don't. You're just out on the outside. You sound like you just like... You what? sound high as a kite. <laughs> <laughs> what he said. I, I've attained a higher level of consciousness. Give me this. <laughs> okay, uh, why okay, are you I'll attacking Shao? We clearly... Is the king neutralized? No, no, I... I've right. been hearing I'm a voice that's telling me to let it happen since all the way back in your quarters. I can hear it too. Now, okay. before that, you heard it in the. Um... And in the dream. <laughs> yeah. With Big Ted Gerd. Ted Theodore Gerber. General and. So, <laughs> okay. you guys are hearing voices. Great. What does that mean? You really are dense after all these years. Oh my god, what am I going to do if you. Oh god. I look at. I look at Clarence and go, Clarence, I had them make me an EMP gun. How dense am I? Who is the most powerful? What is the most powerful piece in a chess game? The king. Wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. The most powerful piece is the hand. There is no hand. There's knights, bishops, queen. You don't get it. Mentally, I am pointing at Shao. (laughs) There are big, red... Arrows pointing at Chow and I look at him and I go, Chow's an ally. This is ridiculous. And I go ahead and I jump out of the mind like at this point. Chow's an ally. This is ridiculous. Is the king neutralized or not? You say this out loud? Yes. The king like kind of looks oddly at you. He's like, I don't know that I would say neutralized. But maybe I've come to view the world a little differently. Same difference. You're not going to kill us, right? Mm, no. I'm not feeling it. Great. We're on a great start. Now, why are you attacking our allies, Clarence? I'm just going to let this happen. And I look at Chow when I say that and step aside. Okay. Clarence is sideways now. Yeah, I'm freaking out. He is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm literally like sideways. Can I I roll to be ready to do something? Yeah, sure. You can just hold your action. Um... Okay, so what do you want the Seven Devils to be doing right now? I kind of, at this point, turn... They're, yeah. Uh, uh, Tetsuo and Barrett are looking at each other kind of like side-eyed, and they're like, uh... I kind of... I look tell at, them... I look at the king. I, I'm going to say this... Go ahead. I don't want to interrupt you, but I want to say this in the mind link. 
you should tell them to go destroy the cyburst technology while the king is at least not trying to kill us. That's honestly the best plan I could think of right now, except that we do have to deal with my sister now, but I think I can handle her. Okay. So I'm going to turn at this point, look at everyone else, the red devils that are still on my side, obviously, and I'm going to go, go take care of the cyber's technology. Barrett, you've got everything we need to knock it out. You say this out loud? Yeah, I mean. So uh, so as you say this out loud, uh-huh. you see um, Shao start to convulse like this. It's like, guys, I don't feel so good. And then his eyes roll back in his head, and all of a sudden he starts to levitate, and psi, pink psi energy just starts to, like, burst off of him. And then in a moment he goes... Hello players, it's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire and the keeper of Dust World RPG, as well as I play Lucas in Strangers in the Pines. I'm just here to let you know that we have just released a free one-page RPG called The Christmas Special. It's a game about playing Christmas movies, essentially. So if you love Christmas movies, you love The Grinch, you don't love Christmas, you can blast it. It's kind of up to you and the keeper whoever's running the game the dm so it's really simple you print it out you and your friends and you can create mayhem for christmas or you can save it it's up to you but we just released it so if you're interested in getting that just head on over to our website and click the download link so that's all for now i hope you are enjoying the show and we'll get on with it so back to the show play on Now back to the show. Tetsuo like looks up and he's like, it's gone. He stands up, he's like, what did you do it's to gone. your son? Oh no, it took him. It took, it took Xiao. And he looks at his arms and he's like, what did it do to me? What, what's it gonna do to Xiao? Gage. I think he's talking about yes. the side. You're the best technology. one I got, right? You're good. You're a good person. No, actually, the best is Sierra. I no. I walk. I walk over to him. You have to save Xiao. I feel perhaps you're mistaken. I'm hardly the best person there is. Well, you. Well, that's you, for damn sure. You, my, my seven, my nine devils or something. What? Why the hell did I name you that? What's wrong with me? I, can you do I it? Can you name them nine angels? That sounds better. Can you look at look at Juno? He's so pretty. <laughs> Juno like looks at you very uncomfortably. <laughs> I walk. Barrett's like everybody knows I'm the prettiest. I walk up to the king at this point. Yeah, because clearly well, he's sparkly. in his right mind to an extent. Yeah, I walk over to him. I'll be honest. With the crap that you put us through and the crap that we've had to do, I don't really want to help you. He's like, I didn't do it. It wasn't. It was the Psy Lord. Psy Lord. Yeah. Who is that? It it happened when I found the Cyburst machine. It's not a machine. It's a person. And it's been collecting size to absorb their energy to become more powerful. And it was using me as its as its. As Clarence so elegantly put it, as its pawn, 
It's the hand that moves the king. It's four-dimensional chess. I'm I hate chess. Say, wait, there's, wait, what's a dimension? You just hear uh, Wade going, <laughs> Shut up, dummy. Let's go kill this thing. <laughs> uh, Look, I learned a lot, but I didn't learn about dimensions during my time of studying. <laughs> Sierra steps forward and she's like, Looks like it all worked out. Shut up. Peace, I'm out. And she starts walking. I'm I'm grabbing her, grab her telekinetically. I look at Clarence and I go, can you please? Yes. Hi. What are you wanting to do to her? Bring her back over here. I'm grabbing her. Where is she? There you are. What's up? With um, telekinesis? This is going to be funny. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my God. Howdy. <laughs> so you try to grab her, but it's like, like there's something repulsive on her. And so you can kind of grab her, but it's like grabbing like a jelly ball. Okay, then I, she'll just well, turn I over at, and over in the I air. I look at Clarence and I go, Clarence, why aren't you grabbing her? I, I She like crosses I her am. arms. And then I look at her and I go, you stole my designs that I had made, didn't you? She's like, no, you stole my designs. There is no design. And her helmet like folds closed. Sierra. Don't do this. I wasn't doing anything. Why are you grabbing me? Oh, he grabbed you. Well, why are you grabbing me? You've already lost one arm. Do you want to lose another? Hey, there's no need for that. (laughs) I'll tear you apart. Hi, I'll tear you apart. She, like, her swords unlatch from her armor and start to hover behind her back. Gage! I'm starting to think you made a mistake when you didn't kill your sister. I put a hand on Clarence's shoulder. This is a family matter. Uh, Is there a reason we're not going to save Shao right now? I actually like that kid. I walk over to Sierra. Sierra, you betrayed me. Sort of. Technically, you were the one doing the betraying, so if anybody's in the right here, it would be me not betraying the sideburst? Right. Maybe is that, is that your boyfriend? <laughs> no. That's weird. Sierra. Yeah, the whole thing's weird, don't you think? Yes. Where are you going right now? To save Shao? Try to. Where do your loyalties lie? I can't trust you in any point, in any turn anymore, it seems. Well, either way, I can't get too far from the stupid machine for too long, so either I'm going to destroy it or it's going to destroy me, I guess. Why do I have a feeling you've already made your decision on that front? Well, I'm hoping it will be the latter, but... If I die, I won't get my vengeance. I look at her. (laughs) I forgot to mention, didn't I? I almost had that mission lined up for us. What happened? I cared more about saving you than getting vengeance. And I just walked towards the door. She nods, and she follows you in, in step. Mm-hmm. Are you going to tell the other guys to come? I, I, don't yeah. control, I don't control them. I mean, but I, 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 I guess I'll stop at the door and just turn. I know none of you have any loyalty to this necessarily past what we've done, but Xiao is a good man somewhere in there. Question. We can't let this stuff, we can't let this stuff gain power. We got to stop it. Barrett's like, yeah... I think destroying the giant machine that's going to destroy the world probably sounds like a good second move. 
As long as you're you with know, me. Barrett, it sounds like you've made some logical choices in your life, and I'm happy to see that you've made a good progress. <laughs> Is Kevin saying this to Barrett? Thanks, yes. electric furry dog. I'm uh, looking at, like, Stark's uh, head Kevin up. and, like, just tilting my head in utter wonderment. Like, what? Stark's second head, the second head Stark pops up, and uh, and he's like, um, I hate to tell you this, but uh, if you guys don't hurry, you're not going to be stopping anything. And then the head goes away. All of a sudden, the whole castle is shaking. Right. Anyone who wants to save the world, let's go. And okay. Gage takes off running. Okay. <laughs> Every, everyone's following you. A lightning bolt suddenly appears in your midst, and it's Alarak. He's like, well, that was pretty interesting to watch. And, yeah, maybe just a little bit. And so he goes running, and then you guys get out of the uh, the castle. Oh, loudy. And as you get outside of the castle, a whole section of the castle breaks open. And the machine that was the cybers uh-huh. thing has... Coat, like transformed into a giant mecha and it stands up as it does like pieces of the castle are falling off of it and uh, it looks over and you can see in a capsule in the center of its chest is Shao and uh, and you can hear Shao's voice in your head it took this long but now I'm free time to conquer the world Right. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna use a boo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I'm gonna go. All right, we might need help. Um, and I'm gonna go ahead and can See, I hold on? Can I use... B- before you do anything, Sierra's like, "Oh hell yeah!" And she reaches back, <laughs> she grabs her two swords, she turns into four Sierras, and they just go sprinting off towards the giant robot. I just go. You know what? It's almost like she wanted this to happen. Like you, you hear her going, "Yep." I, I go, you know. Wait, did you know this was a thing? Yeah, you never grow unless you have a really big battle. You have issues. You know this, right? Yep. You hear she like is jumping up the side of these buildings. I kind of go. So you guys see the cool buildingscape, right? Yes, it looks awesome. I kind of like. Uh, I need to really question my family's decisions in life. <coughs> but I go ahead and I'm going to turn to Alarak at this point. Yeah. And go, you, did our mutual friend get the message I asked for? Mm. Which friend? We might need our uh, giant friend to oh, yeah. give us a little hand. You mean Griff? Yep. Yep. <laughs> Yay for boons. <laughs> uh... How many more? I still have two. This is Boone County. Okay. And so I... So I need four boons. Who's giving them? Four boons? Oh, my God. Four boons. Who's giving them? Okay. I'll give mine, Kevin, if you give your two. I've already spent the rest of them getting the red devils on our side or whatever they are. Or nine devils. I spent some of mine on uh, my side. Can, can the king Take do anything now? Or okay. Just We've given up all our boons. You're going to love this. Cool. Oh my gosh. <laughs> okay, so here's what happens. Uh, you feel that this whole area is full of dust. Mm-hmm. You uh, you see a little dust spider, and it crawls up next to you, and a face appears in it, and it's uh, Jasmine. She goes, 
don't worry, we're here, and everything will be, well, sort of okay. Probably not okay at all, but just trust me. It's time to make a big boy. Jasmine, I don't know what you're implying by that, but... Just use your dust casting, you dummy. Make a giant golem. We're going to fight this freaking thing. All right, you got it. And I turn to Alistair and uh, Tetsuya. Hey, shall we? We shall! We shall! That's <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, I suppose so. And then you feel like so much dust moving, you know that this is not you. Like, you're mm-hmm. moving dust, but yeah. like everybody's moving dust. And also, uh, Clarence, you're going to need to use your telekinesis to help build this thing. And All right. as the three of you enter inside of this dust golem that you're building, you can pick one of these. I didn't know which which design you guys would want, so mm-hmm. I gave you four options. <laughs> I kind of like... Clarence, I think I have the perfect idea for what this thing will be, and I'm going to form him into the shape of Stuart. I think we can do a little bit better. Better? Better. 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 What you got? And I create this. And yeah, he showed me the image and then of the like building. Dust Shiva. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> Filled this crap out of dust. Okay. And rock. It looks like your telekinesis put the rock in. So you guys, uh, you get it's surrounded by dust and pieces of building break off and like fly around as all this, the telekinesis. And you see the king floating there and he's like reaching out his arms. And, like, pieces of metal are getting torn and becoming, like, part of armor. And it's oh, just building up all around you. And uh, you feel, like, the power of tons of dust casters all imbuing this dust as you're, you're fighting. And so you... And as you look, you can see on the outskirts of, of the city that there's, like, a hundred dust casters. And they all have their hands up. As the dust of, like... The, the waste by them is like whooshing past them and, and swirling around you. And it's kind of like you're in a very slow elevator because the thing is being built underneath you. Mm-hmm. And so you guys are like right in the head of this massive thing. You each get to take a turn and you get to tell it what to do. You'll get to uh, like make a roll for it. Um, yeah, so let's roll initiative. So right. No, mine was, so mine was a natural 20. All right. So is mine. But, oh my gosh. Wait, no, but, but you literally. your first roll, not your second roll. Some old friends are coming too. Uh, as this massive mech breaks out of the castle, pieces of castle are falling off. Giant, like, whole towers are breaking and falling. And in the background, you see a massive city. Uh, uh, just a, a derelict ancient city like totally just rotting and the mech uh, stands up and, and just starts walking away from where you guys are and then uh, the the team and all of, all of their help and a bunch of dust casters and size all use all of their power to form a giant stone side mech goal. And they get inside, and it's now their turn. So what I'm thinking is, like, probably I'll hold the arm out, and I'll kind of look at Clarence and be like, So you got this right? Um, I'm more of a hands-on person. Wait, and I, I'm just gonna... Who's gonna, who's gonna move it, though? Clarence. He's got telekinesis. I mean, it's taking, like, 
Like this is this thing is. Well, I asked if it was size. required for me to do the movements. I know. Well, yes. And so you're required to to, to make it move. They just helped you build it. Oh, dude, it's so fun. All right, I guess I gotta stay inside. I mean, you can Let still go out. It's just I don't think it can move. It could maybe probably still hit and stuff. All right, Rangers, <coughs> let's do this. Fine, I'm gonna go ahead and... <laughs> you can shoot yourself like a missile if you want. I do, because I really want to get in the fray. Do it. <laughs> Roll a... Uh, so, I'm gonna have it start... Just know, this thing is gonna do massive amounts of damage. What do you mean? If you, like, get close enough to hit it, you'll be close enough to be hit by it. R.A.P. Gage. Fine, I'm gonna charge with my golem, because I have to be Sandman for a day. So, I'm gonna charge forward... As I get up close to him. Then you make it about that far. That far? Yeah. Even with as much speed as I have, it doesn't translate? It's a giant stone. I have bigger steps, dude. (laughs) Strides. Strides. Thing. No. Fine. If you won't let me get close enough, I'm going to propel myself with dust to him. Okay. Spend some of that stamina. All right. So I'm basically going to just go... You're going to give him, like, dust wave legs, and he just, I'm, like, slides over? No, there. I'm gonna. I'm running forward, and I'm like, oh, this is taking too long, and I'm going to literally just, like, shoot columns up to land, and I'm going to try and land a knee directly into the face of the... Great. Uh, roll dust attack. Dust attack? Okay. Yeah. Okay, so that's going to be 46. Okay, so, uh, yeah, you fly over there, and you hit it. Okay. So, 46 to hit it. So, um, uh, roll a d100. 72? He does not dodge. You're 46 to hit. Yeah, I would hope he didn't. He's big and slow, so. Yeah. So, he takes some damage. Okay, so you come flying out of the air uh, and, like, bust into him with two knees and kind of, like, fall backwards onto your feet. And it looks like he took a little bit of damage, but he doesn't look, like, very affected by it. But you did see a couple of, like, pods break off and fall to the ground. Okay. And then, uh, as a... Because that was my move and my action. Mm-hmm. As a bonus action, can I create one of my arms into a dust weapon? Sure. Okay. So I build a nice big dust blade out of my, uh, one of my right hand, let's say. Sure. So... Thing has four arms. One of the arms just becomes a big blade. The machine talking through Shao's like, well, that's unexpected. And then uh, all of the buildings around it start to kind of like shake a little bit. <laughs> kind of go. Hey, guys. Is yeah? It, is it bad that I'm a little scared of this thing? I believe that's called. You're a movie. little scared. I think we're all a little scared. <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's not an emotion I'm used to, so I'm just wondering if this is normal. Oh, oh yeah, please. it's fairly normal. I mean, we're in a giant sand person, <laughs> and there's a giant glowing monster in the distance. This day is not going as I expected it. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> it went pretty well for my side. You, you hear Sierra through the comms, and she goes, It's pretty interesting, though. <laughs> I go, yeah, interesting's not the word I'd use, sis. By the way, please tell us where you are so I don't accidentally hit you while hitting this. Oh, you'll see me. Alright, what's well, not my turn? Uh, it's Kevin's turn. Oh, shooky, shooky. 
So what does he have? Does he tell me what he wants done, and then I do it for him? No, nope, he does it. Okay. All right. I guess I'm gonna speed teleport. Or wait, am I inside the the mech? Yeah, stone? you're inside of it. So is it our power plus the mech's power working? Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can do electricity things if you want, Kevin. That's what I was planning. Do you want to do something special? Depends. What is it? Did you get any weapons or equipment or anything? Secret? I did, but you didn't give me any. What did you get? A weapon? I got two. Two weapons. Perfect. So uh, here's what happens. All of a sudden, that um, that Lear bandage that was wrapped around your arm, uh, when like you haven't been noticing, but it's been absorbing a lot of your electricity, and suddenly it engulfs, starts to engulf your whole body. Uh, I imagine since you're sane, you'd be like, I'm going to go outside, guys. I'm going to take a walk. Okay, and so then you bust out of, like, the cockpit of this thing. As you do, you hulk out, and the Lear bandaged creature builds itself around you, absorbing the electricity, but you're fully in control. Suddenly, uh, through the air come flying its electrical uh, Mm. swords, and they mount to your back. You are now the Lear monster with your powers and Lear's powers. Holy crap. I kind of turn and go, oh gosh, it's the Lear, and I lift up my foot to step on it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so you like bust out and you like hulk out, and then you like crab onto the side of this building and you're like, and Sierra sees this and she's like, what the beep? As you like come flying by and like bust into the bottom of this building. Welcome to our world. <laughs> what, just tell me what you want him to do. I, I just figured I would like spear him and then electrocute him. So you jump towards him and uh, and smash and like he moves slightly and you bust out of the way. Um, why don't you why don't you try and hit him with some of that electrical powers you got? All right. It's a robot too, so I should do double damage. Yep. So you reach out and uh, and something weird happens that you didn't see happen with Lear before. The blades actually go into the arms and become kind of like electrical conduits. So you've got two blades out of each one, so you're like a giant taser. And lightning is arcing between them and then shoots out from you and strikes the... Um, the giant cybers machine and it hits it and it kind of like arcs arcs a little bit and starts to um, to lightning kind of is striking through it and you you hear Shao going no ah you're gonna annoy me well that's it for this episode of Dust World we hope you enjoyed it and if you want to follow us or connect with us check us out on social media at the RPG Empire, and we hope you have a 